0: This is Grant Haver, producer of Deep State Radio. And as a member preview, we'd like to share with you one of our other podcasts, the DSR Daily Brief, which brings you the most important foreign policy and national security news stories from leading outlets around the world in less than 10 minutes. Become a member of the DSR Network for just $5 a month to get more insights about the issues facing our world. It's January 30th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Cotnor.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning... The BBC is reporting that moments before recording, an explosion ripped through a mosque in the Pakistani city of Peshawar. At least 28 people have been killed. The blast happened when the mosque was packed with worshippers and more than 150 people were injured. A section of the building was destroyed and officials say... People are buried underneath the rubble. Several others are being taken to local hospitals. The cause of the explosion remains unclear.
1: On Friday, a Palestinian gunman opened fire outside an East Jerusalem synagogue, killing seven people, including a 70-year-old woman, and wounding three others before he was shot and killed by police, officials said. According to the AP, the attack, which occurred as residents were observing the Jewish Sabbath, came a day after an Israeli military raid killed nine Palestinians in the West Bank. The attack was the deadliest on Israelis since a 2008 shooting killed eight people in a Jewish seminary in Jerusalem, according to the foreign ministry.
0: Reuters is reporting that Israel appears to have been behind an overnight drone attack on a military factory in Iran, a U.S. official said yesterday. Iran claimed to have intercepted drones that struck a military-industrial target near the central city of Isfahan and said there were no casualties or serious damage. The extent of damage could not be independently ascertained. Iranian state media released footage showing a flash in the sky and emergency vehicles at the scene. A spokesperson for the Israeli military declined to comment.
1: Elsewhere, according to The Guardian, Peru's President Dina Balarte has made a renewed appeal for Congress to hold early elections as a way to end weeks of deadly protests, warning that otherwise she would seek constitutional reform to make a vote happen. The South American country has been embroiled in a political crisis with near-daily protests since December 7th, when then-President Pedro Castillo was arrested after attempting to dissolve Congress and rule by decree. Over seven weeks of demonstrations, 48 people have been killed in clashes between security forces and protesters. Last month, lawmakers moved elections due in 2026 to April 2024, but as protests show no sign of abating, Bollarte has asked they be held this year. On Friday, she urged Congress to move the vote up further. However, at a plenary session that ended early Saturday, Congress rejected the proposal, with 45 votes in favor, 65 against, and two abstentions, the legislature is scheduled to convene today to discuss the election timetable.
0: Politico Europe reports that authorities in Slovenia arrested two foreign nationals accused of spying for Russia. The two suspects were citizens of an unnamed South American country and had assumed false identities in real estate and antiques trading, according to local newspaper Delo. The operation to nab the suspected spies, reportedly carried out by the Slovenian Intelligence and Security Agency, was undertaken in cooperation with other countries' security services. Security services from around Europe have cracked down on alleged Russian spies operating on the continent in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Germany has already made two arrests connected to espionage within their own foreign intelligence agency.
1: According to reporting by Deutsche Welle, voters shunned Tunisia's parliamentary election Sunday, with only 11.3% showing up to the booths, according to provisional figures. The numbers were almost as low as the first round, held in December 2022. The elections were seen as a test in President Saeed's move to consolidate power, but the legitimacy is now being questioned due to the low turnout. The influential Islamist party Ennahda and other opposition movements boycotted the elections. In the first round, ten candidates secured seats without getting any votes as they ran unopposed. For seven constituencies, there were no candidates. Electoral officers said those seats would be filled in special elections later. Some Tunisians initially welcomed Said's grabbing of power in 2021 after previous governments were unable to revive the economy or improve public services but his popularity has declined in recent years as Tunisians struggle with an economic crisis. Unemployment and shortage of staples are among the biggest issues facing the citizens.
0: Al Jazeera reports that mining giant Rio Tinto has apologized as the search continues for a tiny radioactive capsule that went missing while it was being taken to a storage facility in Perth. Triggering a radiation alert in parts of Western Australia. The silver colored capsule, just 6 millimeters wide and 8 millimeters long, was lost as it was being transported from Rio Tinto to a storage facility some 870 miles away in Perth. It is unclear how long the tiny capsule, which contains a radioactive isotope, that emits radiation equal to 10 x-rays per hour, has been missing. The capsule left the site on January 12th, and the contractor hired by Rio Tinto told the company it was missing on January 25th. The public was alerted two days later. Rio Tinto said it was taking the disappearance very seriously.
1: In lighter news from the AP, A Japanese whaling operator, after struggling for years to promote its products amid protests from conservationists, has found a new way to cultivate clientele and bolster sales whale meat vending machines. The Kajira Store, an unmanned outlet that recently opened in the port town of Yokohama near Tokyo, houses three machines for whale sashimi, whale bacon, whale skin, and whale steak. As well as canned whale meat. Prices range from $7.70 to $23. The outlet features white vending machines decorated with cartoon whales and is the third location to launch in the Japanese capital region. Whale meat has long been a source of controversy, but sales in the new vending machines have quietly gotten off to a good start, the operator says. Company officials Say sales at the two Tokyo outlets have been significantly higher than expected, keeping staff busy replenishing products.
0: That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate review and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with John Temin of the Truman National Security Project about the latest news coming from Africa. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.